0: Eureka Springs, Arkansas is often said to be the little Switzerland of America because of its mountainous terrain and winding streets. It's also been called the magic city and the stair-step town because of its unique legends and design. There are no traffic lights and no two streets intersect at the typical 90 degree angle. It's considered a hidden gem tucked away in the Ozark Mountains. But beneath its charming facade lies something altogether sinister. I'm Vanessa K. Eccles, and this is Fabled. The slight melodic tapping of the rain hit the window. Waking me from my trepidous sleep, the nightmare had caused sweat to glisten on my skin. I pulled the blanket off me and headed to the bathroom to wash my face. In my dream, a monster pulled me from my bed. It had no features, only a dark shadow that my soul knew to fear. I moved to the desk and stared at my closed laptop. I came here to the Crescent Hotel to get away from my nightmares and find inspiration. Nothing zapped my motivation like a deadline. Still, that didn't matter to my agent, editor, and publisher. In a few months' time, I'd have to give them a story and a damned good one at that. I strummed my finger on the desk. Watching through the window, the rain dropped like sparkling diamonds in the moonlight. A creak of the floorboard startled me and I turned to see who was there. I nearly jumped from my chair when I saw a shadow emerge from the dark corner of the room. My grip on the chair tightened. The figure was in the shape of a woman. But her faceless, indistinguishable features frightened me more than if she'd had been a full ghost, instead of just a silhouette. What do you want? I asked, my voice cracking as I stood to face her. Or my fate, whatever may come next. She said nothing but rushed toward me with such speed and force that a whiff of wind hit me, causing me to feel like I'd been dipped in ice. I took a deep breath and tried to sit, but I couldn't. Instead, I felt my body more rebelliously move toward the door. No, no, I said, not understanding what was happening. Chicken skin erupted on my arms and my feet with a mind of their own, forced me into the hallway. This figure, this silhouette, she led me to the balcony. My limbs frozen, my voice lost, I became a mad observer. She moved with a fluid kind of grace, floating to the rails. She turned back, but her empty face obscured any emotion she must have felt. With a swift and sure movement, she jumped, as if she'd done it a thousand times. I rushed to the railing and bent over, expecting to see her body on the ground beneath. I gasped and ran to the front desk. Is everything all right, ma'am? The young lady at the counter asked. I shook my head no, but I hesitated to tell her what I saw. Are you okay, she asked again, stepping around the counter and placing a reassuring hand on my arm. I I saw a woman jump, I managed to say. At first, her brows furrowed in confusion or concern. I didn't know which. Then she nodded as if she'd solved the mystery. Oh, you've seen our ghost. She's always terrifying guests with her stunt. By the end of the night, after talking to the hotel staff, I had learned the tale of the ghostly woman. I'd came here for a story, but I never imagined that one would come to me. settlers of Eureka Springs, Arkansas, were first drawn to the area by Native American legends of a hidden healing spring. Indigenous people from the area had long visited the springs and considered it sacred. European settlers took note and believed the springs to be a source of healing also. Dr. Alva Jackson claimed that the spring healed his eye ailment and established a hospital in a local cave during the Civil War. He later marketed the water as Dr. Jackson's eye water. In 1879, a friend of Jackson's, Judge J.B. Sanders, claimed that he was cured of a crippling disease by the waters. He began spreading the news, telling friends and family about the miracles of the spring. Before long, the town had boomed into a large population and a tourist location. In 1880, the area was incorporated, and by 1889, it was the largest city in Arkansas, second to Little Rock. After the railroad was established there, tourism grew even more. Eureka Springs marketed itself as a vacation resort area. The Crescent Hotel is considered to be the crown of Eureka. Its Victorian architecture is stunning and reminiscent of the days of old. Built in 1886, the hotel was initially a resort for the wealthy. By the turn of the century, the hotel had fallen into disrepair. In 1908, it was reopened as the Crescent College and Conservatory for Young Women. It then became a junior college and by 1934, it was opened as a summer hotel. In 1937, the hotel was then purchased by Norman G. Baker, a radio personality. Norman fancied himself a doctor, even though he'd never received any medical training. He claimed to have found a cure for cancer. He'd been ran out of Iowa for practicing medicine without a license, so he moved his cancer patients to the Crescent Hotel. He advertised the place as a health resort. His primary way of curing patients was having them drink from the local Healing Spring. In 1940, Baker was brought up on federal charges for mail fraud and spent four years in prison. The hotel was purchased again in 1946, was nearly burned to the ground in 1967 and was purchased yet again in 1997 for $1.3 million. The hotel then underwent a six-year renovation. The Crescent Hotel is an extraordinary place, but it's also known to be one of the most haunted hotels in America. Many people have had sightings of ghosts. Here's just a few of the infamous ghostly residents. Michael is an Irish stonemason who helped construct the hotel. He allegedly fell to his death and Haunt's room 218. Theodora, a cancer patient from the hotel's Norman Baker days, is often seen fumbling for her keys outside room 419, and even tidies up after guests leave. Brecky, a four-year-old boy who died in the hotel after complications of appendicitis, has been seen throughout the hotel bouncing a ball. Dr. John Fremont Ellis is an in-house doctor from the late 19th century. He's often sighted near his once office room 212. His cherry pipe tobacco is often smelled there also. Morris, the hotel's cat and famed general manager of 21 years, is buried on the property and is regularly seen and heard by guests. And perhaps the most intriguing are the sights of the girl in the mist, usually spotted around 10.30 in the evening, who can be seen flinging herself from one of the balconies into the garden below. The hotel rests upon limestone, which many paranormal investigators believe conducts psychic and electromagnetic energies. Some claim that there's a certain feeling in the air at the hotel like it's heavy with something ominous. Some feel a sudden sadness or a sense of dread. Hallways feel as if they're crowded, even when you're the only one walking through. Eyes are on you everywhere you turn. History and spooks wait in the shadows. Today there's a museum of the hotel's history on the fourth floor. With display cases and exhibits, the hotel's historians and storytellers keep the memory of the building's past alive. Ghost tours are available also. The morgue from its hospital days is still there. With every step, the air grows cooler and the light gives way to dark. The refrigerator where they kept the bodies is the last stop on the ghost tour. The Crescent Hotel is one of the most visited hotels in the South. If you're feeling brave, you can book a room and experience it firsthand. After looking into its history, it's definitely a place I'd like to visit in the future. Tales like these are reminders that every place has a story, a history that stretches beyond the lovely architecture and antique furnishings. Next time you're in an old place, Think of its soul, and those of the ones who have walked the halls, touched the railings, and slept in the rooms before. Their forgotten stories will bring the experience to life. Fabled is produced by me, Vanessa K. Eccles, with music by Kevin McLeod. Many thanks to my friend Cammie for suggesting this topic. If you'd like to get a semi-monthly email about all the happenings at Fable Collective, sign up for the newsletter in the show notes. Until next time, thank you for listening.